Gary's all the gossip. I'm the half-ass internet research. <laughs> and I'm just a fanboy. <laughs> right. Perfect trio. <laughs> Our favorite part of the movie or show Are the credits at the start and the end The songs are like a long-lost friend Credits score Where credits get the credit they're due Gary, we have started the podcast. Welcome to Credit Score, everyone. And this is very special, Max. Very special because we have gone international. We have gone international. We're doing our our third episode of Credit Scare. It's spooky season. That's right. Yeah, and we're taking this thing overseas. It was important to us, and we're saving the spookiest for last. I think this will be our our uh, Halloween extraordinaire here. So yeah, we're gonna go out with a bang. That's right. And I'm I'm Gary Dudak, but today I'm going by Gary Duzak Bagans. Yeah, and I'm I'm Max Miller, and I'm going by Max Bagans because we both are very original with our name creation here. And uh, joining us today is Dan from one of my favorite podcasts, Real Life Ghost Stories. We needed an expert to finish off spooky season. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. No problem. I feel like you've slightly overegged who I am and the thing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm Dan Ghost Stories today. <laughs> I didn't get the Bagans memo. memo. <laughs> it was just a softball for us. So, you know. <laughs> so today we are doing the opening credit sequence to Ghost Adventures. Dan, I let our guests choose the opening credits that or end credits that they want to do on this show. You when I when I let show let you know that you sent us back Ghost Adventures. <laughs> Tell us why. Tell us why this was the one. I think I went through a little bit of a phase, which isn't quite over, where I was a little <laughs> bit obsessed with Ghost Adventures. You're not the you're not the only one, based on how many seasons this show has. Yeah, this this has been on for like t- over a decade, right? Like twelve years. I think I was a little bit late to the party, though. So Emma, when we started first started dating, Emma kind of introduced it to me because I was watching various other scary things on YouTube, and she was like, "Oh, have you ever seen Ghost Adventures?" And I was like, "No." No, I don't watch that nonsense. And then I watched, I think, about <laughs> half an episode and then I was hooked. And uh, at the time, I wasn't working and Emma was. And she'd leave me and she'd come back and she'd ask me what I'd done. And I'd just say Ghost Adventures. And that would be <laughs> so I think I binged like the first six seasons in about two weeks. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and so you told me when I, because I've never seen the show myself. I've seen like little clips here and there. Um, like on the soup on E! When it was back, back in the day when the soup was on E! And... Uh, you told me to watch one from season one as opposed to like one of the later seasons. Why was that? Is that the case? Um, I think he's got, I say he, that's a very accusatory. Uh, I feel like uh, they have got a little bit obsessed with demons. Um, so back in the day, I think it was a little bit more sort of genuine and they were there just to see like the spooks and, and talk to like dead people that were still around in spirit. Uh, whereas nowadays they're all about everything being demonic and uh it's you know it's the slightest movement is is a demon it's no longer a ghost it's all about the demons um and so it's gone a bit crazy <laughs> do they what's the difference between demon and ghosts uh, i guess you like, know i mean I'm, I'm gonna give a very non-technical description i guess ghosts are like former dead people so people, no, not former dead people, dead people, <laughs> former <laughs> alive people <laughs> are the spirits of people hanging around. Whereas demons, I guess, are the things that 
if you buy into religion or that kind of thing are the evil spirits that that come from that kind of dialogue yeah they come from like hell or they've always been around not they're not like a person that was on the earth or something so their main priority is to uh is to get you back there right (laughs) and uh as far as believing goes what do you believe personally wow what what a deep question I believe everything. <laughs> I'm talking about ghosts. I'm talking. We're going to get really, but really deep here. I want to. I want to know about like certain historical events, if you believe them. What you believe in the Bible, all that stuff. <laughs> uh, so I guess, I guess I came, I came from like a religious background. I don't know where I stand at the moment, but I think the question you need to ask is: is what am I scared of rather than what I believe in? And the answer. Okay, there you go. Because like that makes like that, that'll make more sense for me too. Yeah. Uh, that question is everything. I'm scared of everything. <laughs> So the fact that that Bagans now refers to everything as a demon means that I am very scared of demons. Um, but I just feel like uh, there was there's a little bit more innocence in the early seasons. So, yeah, Max and I are scared of everything as well. So th- you'll fit right in here. Uh, yeah, I, I think for, based on what I've listened to, uh, I, I feel like I've listened to most of real life ghost stories episodes at this point. I've really plowed through them ever since I discovered you guys. Um, and I feel like you and I have similar things that we're scared of. I'm very scared of creepy little kids. Oh know? God, yeah. Um, and I've been giving Gary a hard time this month, especially because he's got uh, just about a two-year-old, and I always joke that she's like talking to to herself in her he's room. Trying to plant the seeds <laughs> of the beginning of every horror movie, and I'm just not allowing it. I'm, yeah. I'm pushing it out. Yeah, talking on the baby monitor to to no one in particular. Uh, they check the baby monitor, and maybe she's like crawling on the ceiling. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she's just sitting in the corner of her crib talking to somebody else that's not there. Uh, but yeah. like. I have I have a dog biscuit who um he's he's regularly at the same time almost every night starts barking to the corner of our room. No. Nope. And yeah, <laughs> same time it and for for like 3 weeks straight it was the same time every night like 8:12 p.m. Oh god. And there was nothing there and I was convinced there was a ghost and I hated it. He's stopped since thankfully. So I'm hoping the ghost is gone but I Definitely did not enjoy that. They call that something on Ghost Adventures, right? Like when there's it's an entity or like a there's paranormal uh, energy or something. What, what are they? Energy, yeah, yeah, yeah. All so. of those terms are applicable. I'm guessing because you don't fully understand what your dog's saying. Maybe he was just giving him very in depth instructions as to how to pass on fully. And actually, oh, consistently doing that over a period of time has now helped that spirit move on. So actually, it's all—it's not as sinister as you think, Max. You were right. That's, that's, that's so comforting. yeah. That's comforting. that's so that's so nice of Biscuit too to just like politely like guide this spirit out of this world and into the next one. Yeah, there you go. That's the way of looking at it. The problem I've got is that all kids are spooky. Just to change the subject, I feel like all little kids are creepy, even if they don't mean to be. So that's that's the issue I have with that. Yeah, I think I think small children are creepy. I think teenagers are. Creepy, not creepy. Teenagers just scare me. Yeah, I'm just scared of teenagers. They're, well, they're, it's because they they usually beat you up when they see you on the street. So that's true. <laughs> that's true. It's, I'm I'm tired of being bullied by teenagers. Really, <laughs> we do really do have similar problems. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, what about you, Gary? What do you What are your beliefs as far as ghosts and spooks and like like Dan? I am from a religious upbringing, so I've always kind of been creeped out by ghosts and just you know i i grew up living in the, in the in the basement of my house like me and my brother that's where our rooms were so i grew up being kind of terrified for a big part of my upbringing hearing spooky sounds and like especially if i had just seen a horror movie then everything was just terrified i would just sleep with like the blankets over my eyes 
Um, but as I've grown up, you know, I've kind of pushed it out of sight, out of mind. But then there's certain movies that freak me out. And then even as an adult, if I watch The Conjuring or something like that, uh, I then I'm I get scared. I, I'll run to my room a little bit faster when I go to the when I go to the kitchen to get a drink. So I guess in that in that regard, I, I believe in scary spirits, or I don't want to mess with them. Is what I is what I'd like to say. I'm not about to go down that road where I don't believe it. I'm not going to seek them out. As far as ghost adventures go, I, don't, I haven't really watched the show. Just like Max, I, I know about it from the soup making fun of it mostly. <laughs> but I actually, I know a little bit about more about Zach Bagans because my day job, I write for a celebrity news uh, outlet that I won't name. But I've learned a lot about him. He's He's kind of a freak when it comes to like collecting. He collects haunted objects. He collects death memorabilia. So like he is the kind of guy that he just tests fate. Like he, I had to write a story one time about him buying the haunted chair from, uh, I think it was the conjuring or conjuring Two. There's like a a chair that's supposed to be like the most haunted chair. And then like, there's like this lock box. That's like one of the most haunted items. And he, he buys those things. And I write about him a lot. And he also owns like Ted Bundy's glasses and stuff like that. So he's a, he's a bona fide, in my opinion, weirdo. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's pretty much what I know and what I believe. Um, and then I have a ghost story too, but I, I want to ask you guys first, do you have personal ghost stories, like experiences, encounters that freak you out when you think about them? Cause I have one, but I'll, I'll let you guys go first. I don't, I, I don't. So I will pass the, I, I've never, thank God, because I don't think I could handle well, like other, a, than, uh, other than your dog barking at a ghost every well, night. Well, that's, that's the only ghost story. That's the closest thing I have. I hope that's the closest I ever come to anything because I like to say, I don't believe in this stuff just to keep myself safe, but I do <laughs> deep yeah. down and I don't want to have a real experience. So if you guys have them, I'd love to hear them. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to have to pass the buck as well because I haven't for a similar reason to Max, but I'm also like really oblivious just in day-to-day life. So I feel like I've potentially had loads of ghostly encounters, but just haven't registered them. (laughs) So, okay. So I only have one that actually comes sticks to mind. Um, About 10 years ago, my wife and I had just moved in together. We were dating at the time and we went to the haunted tour of the comedy store in LA because that's where we live. It's reported to be haunted. There's a bunch of rumors. I think Unsolved Mysteries did a show years ago about how the comedy store, people would report that chairs and stuff were moved and all this crazy stuff. So we did the tour and learned all about it. And then like the week afterward, uh, back at our apartment, we started noticing all these strange things kept happening. Like my wife kept hearing noises and I was kind of just dismissed it as she was falling asleep or whatever. She said she heard a woman like wailing one night. And I was like, I didn't hear anybody crying. Like that didn't happen to me. Nope. So it freaked me out a little bit, but I kind of was like you guys, like I didn't really believe it or just kind of pushed it off to the side. didn't think about it. We had also just gotten these two kittens at the time. And the, what started to creep me out was I went to work and I left, I left before my wife and she texted me like, why did you lock the kittens in the bathroom? And I was like, I did not do that. And somehow they ended up in the bathroom and were locked in. It didn't make any sense, right? So, but I, even then, I was like, okay, maybe the wind blew it. Whatever. You're a typical horror movie dad, right? I was dismissive of it. So, what really <laughs> freaked me out personally, and my wife was already scared, but it was it was around Thanksgiving time because it's a few weeks after Halloween, after we'd gone to the comedy store, and she went away to visit her family, but I had to stay because I think I had to work. So I'm in LA, she's on the East Coast, so I'm taking care of our cats. 
So it's like a, it's the night before Thanksgiving and I'm sitting watching TV and one of the kittens is sitting on my feet. Like I had a blanket on and, and she was laying on my feet. So I took a picture of it, sent it to my wife, all very cute, you know, no big deal. Hey, the cat, the cat's sitting on my feet. So I go to bed. Uh, the next morning I come out to the living room and I'm in the kitchen just kind of uh, getting a drink or something. And I look over at the coffee table exactly where I was and exactly where my feet were. And there's a pen that I've never seen before in my entire life on the middle of the coffee table where my feet were. The reason the pen is so significant is because it was like a thick pen and it said, I love football, which is like the stupidest thing. (laughs) And I'd never seen it before. And I was like, what in the hell? Like a chill went up and down my spine because I was like, I did not put that pen there. So I text my wife and I'm like, what is this pen? Like, what the hell? And she's like, oh, that's my pen. Like it was in the it was in the drawer and it was with all my other pens. So somehow and I have never been able to explain this. A pen ended up in the middle of the coffee table amidst all this weird ghosts and creepy stuff happening. And I, so I looked at the picture from the night before and sure enough, my feet were exactly where that pen was and there was no pen. And it freaked me out to this day. And then after that, I think we kind of just, I don't know, I think I just dismissed it and moved on. We didn't really have any more creepy stories after that, but it was enough to spook me for, and that was 10 years ago and I still think about it all the time. I think you did the right thing. If we've learned anything from all the stories that we get in real life ghost stories is if you pay attention to these things, right, they become more sinister really quickly. Right. I didn't want to draw any more attention, set up any traps or anything. I'm glad the pen said like, I love football instead of like, you will die tonight. Or right. Something, right. You know? <laughs> yeah. right. It, was, it was innocuous, but it was kind of also a little weird and off-putting. And then I remember that I was telling a, a bartender friend of mine a story and she was like, oh, ghosts hate cats. They just hate cats. And then I remembered, I listened to your Sally House story recently, Dan. Uh, I listened to that podcast. And doesn't like the guy, the dad, or the the husband kill a cat in... Oh, my God. So that freaked yep. me out a little bit, too. But uh, that that was kind of all full circle. It reminded me of my ghost story when I listened to the uh, your episode. Oh, man. That is, that is creepy. I'm okay, you, you left out the part of the story the day after where you killed both those cats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Of course, it was a sacrifice, of course, to the demon spirit. (laughs) Now that we're all creeped out, I think it's time to get into some of this ghost adventures. I I would call it like, it's like if Ghostbusters were bit by a radioactive affliction shirt. (laughs) (laughs) At least, at least, again, I've only seen season one. I don't know if they they keep like... If if Ghostbusters listen to Papa Roach, I think. (laughs) Right, right. It's like... Or Linkin Park. Right, Limp Biscuit or something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just before we jump into those credits, I have a fun little game I want to play with you guys real quick. It's called Actual Ghost Adventures Quote or Not. Okay. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to give you three quotes. You guys tell me if they're actually from the show or if if I made them up. Okay. Dan's an expert here, so he's he's the favorite. No, no, I don't. Don't count on me remembering anything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Your first quote is, stop scaring women. Scare me. I can take it. Bring it the hell on. That That seems real to me. Yeah, that's 100% something Zach would say. Even if it's not exactly that, he's definitely (laughs) said something along those lines before. For real. That is not real. What? (laughs) (laughs) I tried to channel Zach Bagans as much as I possibly could. He did a good job. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you made up the fake ones. So he could have actually said it. Maybe, maybe, it's po- maybe okay. at some point. Look, I didn't watch all forty-seven seasons of this show. Right, so right. At some point, he might have said it. But all right, well, that was good channeling by you. Okay, so that was wrong. Okay, got it. Okay, the next one is: I want to talk to the piece of shit who scratched me on my back. Come and do it again. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, based on these opening credits. He's definitely said that again. He has said something along those lines before. He may just be channeling really well, but he's, that's definitely the kind of uh, aggression that he shows towards these things. That one is real. Right. <laughs> Your next one is stop running. Do not run from this. We're not running from you. Hmm. It seems repetitive and a little kind of just stupid. So I'm going to say, yeah, it's real. I think it is real, and I think I know the episode that it comes from as well. I think it's from <laughs> yeah. the, the Bobby Mackey's episode where they're in the toilets and some noise happens. And wow, this is an yeah. expert! Like I said. It is, it, it is real, and I think you're right about which one it came from because I think I was looking through season one for the quotes for this one, <laughs> and it's also directed at Aaron as well because he's Aaron <laughs> right. is the brunt of everything. Amazing. Yeah. I've only like for the one episode I watched, I really got attached to Aaron and I felt bad for him. <laughs> His, Aaron's the one from what I know. He's like the guy that he has the goatee and he's bald it. Right. And he uh, is the, the one they kind of make stay alone a lot. Is that correct? Yeah, pretty okay. much. He's, he's me. He's scared of everything. And therefore, Zach puts him in every possible scary situation. He's like, he's like the bait kind of. Yeah. yeah. It seems like Zach, Zach, amps these spirits up and then goes goes to Aaron like go ahead in there and you stay in there for the night <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> okay so one more for you guys I've been in fist fights with human beings that are scarier than you I'm gonna say that's fake yeah I think it is as well but again that is you channeled really well if it is fake because <laughs> that is something he would say <laughs> it is fake but yeah I yeah. felt that too I was like I could see him threatening I will a fist say, fight Max Max out of all three of us, you do look the most Zach Bagginsy, and I could see you having the the similar wardrobe as him about twenty years ago. Yeah, well, it's probably because it's probably because the oversized jeans I'm wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wearing my glasses, you'd be done. Up there. Oh, right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so I think we should move into these credits so we can start getting through them. My name is Zach Baggins. I never believed in ghosts until I came face to face with one. Okay. I'm going to stop it there. What did we see in here there? I'll I'll say what we heard. We heard a guy say, uh, my name is Zach Baggins, which right off the bat, I always thought it was Baggins. Yeah, that's the way it's written. Um, Do you think he wanted to be, he wanted to separate himself from Bilbo Baggins? So he, he, (laughs) yeah, he didn't want to be a Tolkien character. So (laughs) see, the thing is, because I speak English, English, I know that like the the way things are spelt is not the way that you say them. Whereas I guess like it's a bit more phonetical where you, you guys speak, you speak it the proper way and that it makes sense. Whereas we, we mispronounce everything. So (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't surprise me quite as much. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, so he introduces himself and then he says, I never believed in ghosts until I came face to face with one. I think that's what he says there verbatim. And as he's saying that he's marching, like it looks like the camera was set up on the ground and he's marching towards it from this scary place. Do you know what the place is, Dan, in this shot by any chance? I want to say it's one of the big asylums, but I don't actually know which one it is. There's, is it Waverly Hills? No, it's probably not actually. It's probably somewhere in Arizona knowing the first series because that's their, their base that they were based out of Arizona for ages. Was it Arizona or Nevada? Or Nevada, was it Nevada. No, you're right. It's Nevada. That's me getting my states wrong, yeah. Because they all live in Vegas, right? 
Yeah, yeah, he's a big Vegas guy, so I think they did all the stuff around them at first. So I forgot you've got insider knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> they're very like it's very Chris Angel mind freak esque. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I love when he comes out of the asylum. He or whatever it is, he's walking slowly, and then there's a jump cut to his close up of his face, looking really serious. And like you said, very Chris Angely with his dark shirt and his his gelled hair. Um, and then, like I said, he says. I've never believed in ghosts till I came face to face with one. And then it looks like we're in an interior shot of the, it, it could be the same place or it could be a different haunted house or something. I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. Yeah. I think it is like one of the, one of the early episodes when they were inside the building. I'm not sure it's that building that he's pictured out in front of, but what I love about this shot is that you get an eye full of torchlight, which I don't feel is like the best thing to have shown on camera it's literally someone comes in and shines the torch down the camera <laughs> right <laughs> you can't see anything <laughs> uh, yeah at the four second mark it's just a blinding light <laughs> yeah so then they can tell you that they saw something and you just have to believe it <laughs> yeah which does happen quite a bit to be fair as you get in into it yeah <laughs> right and i've i've read from what I, from the research i was doing i i say research like it's like i was this is scientific, but it's mostly Wikipedia and like <laughs> wiki fandom. But later on in the series, Travel Channel, I think that's where the show is on, yeah. um, kind of had a little too much, their hands too much in the mix. And the guys got kind of annoyed because they were saying like, oh, you didn't get anything good. Go back and just shoot something. So it is, it's interesting. Um, okay. And so I feel like there's a lot of that, especially as the, sh- the show moves on in seasons. There's a lot of like, let's just pretend like something happened here. We watched a film, um, which was like a, a bad B movie because one of the other podcasts I do is called Fifty P Movie Club, where we watch bad movies, and uh, it was basically a send up of Zach Bagans. And and one of the things was that the production company were like, "You got to make something happen." And you, I think you're right, um, Max. As you get further into it, so I feel like, like I said, the first season is quite innocent in that they're just doing what they normally do, and then around the third, fourth season mark, it gets very heavy on they have to have something, and now they're at the point where it's almost like they've been telling a lie for so long that they're all believing it. So everything, <laughs> everything is happening and it's all a demon and they're all out to get him. Um, it's very bizarre, but yeah. <laughs> that can't be very fun for your day-to-day life. No. If everything you think is a demon. I feel a cold spot. And I'm like, oh, uh, demon. <laughs> I love football pen. Demon. <laughs> hey, that, that may have been. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right, so so we get that shot of the kind of like a uh, flashlight being shown in our face, and then there's the um, classic uh, night vision shot. Right, of, I, I assume that Zach's back. Yep, it is. And yeah. he and it, it. Go ahead, Gary. No, I was just saying. He says he. We hear like a whoa, and that that's where you cut off as they're as the camera kind of you know goes everywhere and flies around. So like a like a ninja turtle. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Like, we hear a cowabunga. <laughs> I feel like they've been quite cost effective in their titles, though, because they've used all the B roll that they couldn't use in the actual show because it doesn't show anything to build build up the uh, their titles. <laughs> Very <laughs> smart. Yeah, pretty brilliant for the first season, right? <laughs> and then I've got these two, the two camera guys. I guess uh, Aaron and we haven't mentioned Nick yet. Uh, um, yeah, Nick Croft. <laughs> I read. Yeah, right? that's correct. Yeah. yeah. So what's uh what's Nick's main characteristic? Would you say, Dan? He's like the level to Zach. So I think they've got equal like amounts of belief in the paranormal, 
and they're equally not as scared except whereas where zach takes the really sort of hyperactive response like the whoa or the i'm gonna fight this spirit kind of thing nick's kind of level and uh actually nick, nick's not in it anymore <laughs> oh he left the show okay yeah. season 10 right yeah yeah yeah, uh, I think they had a bit of a bit of a disagreement, and he's gone off on his own. And he does an, another show now with a lady called Katrina Wyman, I think is her name, and they do similar things, but it's just not Ghost Adventures. It's Nick's thing. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so there, the, there are ahead, like Gary. ten. So there's like ten spinoff shows, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's so many. Okay. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. There was like this this time where like HGTV, Travel Channel, all these shows were just humongous and they all got these, it was like this chunk of time from like the 2000, I'd say like the first 10 years of the decade where mm-hmm. they just, if you had one of these shows and it was even the slightest bit successful, you're like set for life. And it was, it, it, it translated or went over to the psychic world too. Yeah. Like all that, that all that stuff. So, so we've had, long- in the UK, we've had it since the late nineties because we had this show called Most Haunted which was I, I guess was like a predecessor to all this stuff and but it's significantly less Hollywood I guess um and it's got we had a, a kids tv show called Blue Peter which is like this I guess it's like a variety kids show or whatever and one of the presenters went on to present this with a, a psychic in air quotes called Derek Akora and <laughs> so they used to go to all these uh these haunted places but that got taken well Derek Akora got taken off that show because basically the crew got so annoyed at him making stuff up <laughs> they pl- that they planted loads of stuff in one of his readings uh, and caught him out making it up. So he got completely discredited and then removed from the show as being a psychic because he they That's he- incredible. <laughs> that reminds me of something else I saw when I was uh, researching this week was there was one episode of Ghost Adventures where they were not a guy who was on the crew, but the guy was like given the tour who like threw the walkie talkie he was holding. Do you know what I'm talking about? Dan? Yeah, he, like threw it. And then the Ghost Adventures guy had to come on later and be like, Okay, we watch the footage, and yes, he does throw the walkie-talkie. It's not pulled by a spirit. Well, that's that's the other thing about early Ghost Adventures is that they did they spent a bit of time debunking stuff. So they used to see stuff, and they'd be like, "Oh, that was paranormal," and then they would debunk it and explain why it wasn't. But nowadays, it's just all a demon. Doesn't matter. Like even if you can tell it's fake, it's just like, "Oh no, it's clearly a demon," and it looks fake because that's what the demon wants you to think. <laughs> yeah, the the demon cell, man, the yeah. demon cell. Okay, so the last shot we see before we're going to move on here is the two is I assume Nick and Aaron turn around with cameras to film Zach, who just said cowabunga dude or or something of the sort. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. So I set out on a quest to capture what I once saw onto video. Is there anybody here? I have a question, Dan, for you. Do you know the, what is this origin story that he speaks of where he says he once saw like what does it is that in the first episode or is that just something that we're that he talks about as far as i'm aware and max might disprove me from his extensive wikipedia research <laughs> um, <laughs> but as far as i'm aware they they these guys nick aaron and um zach actually recorded a movie and and i think around 2004 where they basically did a preliminary investigation okay okay um where they actually caught some like paranormal activity in the film which is still to this day probably some of the best paranormal activity they've ever caught. Um, basically, of just stuff being thrown about, and it's clearly not being thrown about by anybody. And this movie that they released um, independently then obviously gave them the sort of weight that they needed to be able to do this show, and then the Travel Channel picked it up, and then 
They've, he's now got a haunted museum in Nevada because that's what you do. <laughs> okay. oh, it's, like, it's the same story as Catfish, pretty much. They had that documentary <laughs> right. and then they got the show and okay. the show seems so much fake, more fake than the documentary. And yeah, now, now I get it. So it all, okay, it all kicks back to their original movie that got them their, their big break. Okay. Yeah. And I can cool. only presume that's what he's referring to because I've never heard him mention anything else. So that has to be. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Now, so so I don't have I can't verify that based on my research, but I can I do want to read to you guys. This is from the Wiki fandom, and it's just part of the description for Zach. Okay, and part of me after reading it thinks that Zach wrote it himself. <laughs> I we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Zach is a gentle, calm, and mysterious man who loves his fans. <laughs> he likes to make jokes and to sometimes flirt with female fans. Zach doesn't have a girlfriend. Zach likes to train in the gym, and his favorite color is black. He, this also sounds like, uh, I don't know if you watch Always Sunny, Dan, but yeah. it sa- this, this sounds like Mac writing totally. a description That's about himself. Really <laughs> he also often wears black clothes. Although Zach is a gentleman, he can be very aggressive towards bad spirits during his investigations. He's a tall, muscular guy with a heavy <laughs> voice, which you shouldn't mess with. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. That is what you know. It's funny though. Like I said, my day job, I, I had to cover this guy sometimes. I think he's still dating uh, Holly Madison or uh, the ex playmate with Hugh Hefner's wife. Is that her name, Holly Madison? Right? Yeah, I don't know who he's dating at the moment. Unfortunately, I, I, I didn't do that research. But, I, yeah. <laughs> like I said, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> Gary's all the gossip. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm the half-ass internet research. <laughs> And I'm just a fanboy. <laughs> right. Perfect. Perfect trio. We're better than the Ghost Adventures guys. <laughs> All right, Max. So what do we see in this last five to eight seconds here? So we get we get a, a few more quick clips. Um, it jumps to Zach. Uh, Zach walking kind of like down some ruins in the desert. It's back to that new new metal video, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. It's, it's like it's like a, a puddle of mud video yeah. where he's walking in his giant jeans, which are easily the scariest part of these credits. <laughs> Those are Jenkos. Those are Jenko jeans. They have to be, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. And he definitely does love black clothes. He's wearing all black. Yep. It comes to haunt him, though, in the things, because as you probably know, with night vision cameras, black is inverted to white. And so they look, they all of them who constantly are dressed in black look like Backstreet Boys in the night vision. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm sure that's not the image he was going for, but it does backfire a lot. That is hilarious. I guess that works because they're always asking the ghosts, tell me why. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I love that he's also walking in the middle of the desert in, First of all, and they we know that they're in Nevada where it's got to be so freaking hot. So wearing giant black clothes right. like this, it's got to be miserable. Hey, man, it's all for the look, dude. All for the look. And the amount of hair gel Zach has in these opening credits, <laughs> too. It's got to be dripping down his face at this point. And then so he says he says he's he set out on a quest to capture what he once saw on videotape. I think that's what he says there. Yeah. What's so hilarious about this is that it cuts to a shot of him looking at himself in a mirror as if that's what he saw was his reflection. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's another, it's another flashlight shot yeah. of him in the mirror. 
<laughs> so some of these clips are specifically for the were shot specifically for the credits, and then some were pulled from episodes. I assume. Do you think this one with him looking in the mirror was for the credits themselves? It's, it's got to be, isn't it? I, I can't see the relevance of him shining a, shining a flashlight yeah. into a mirror in a fully lit room. Just seems really counterproductive. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so unnecessary. <laughs> and then the next shot right after that is him in a, an old school digital like camcorder. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like sped up. Right. It's sped right. sped up footage of the camcorder. There's a lot for for a show about ghosts, there really is a lot of Zach. Mm. Zach's face in these opening credits. Tons of Zach. Tons of Zach. Like, I, I think that's the way he likes it. I think it would be called Zach Bagan's Ghost Adventures if he could get away with it, but, but he can't. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's this is it's his female fans who love to flirt with him must really enjoy these opening <laughs> credits. All right, so I think we left off with, with uh, it cutting away from the camcorder, and so I think Zach yells, is anybody here? And then it looks like their crew is going into another spooky spot in their night vision goggles or cameras. Is there anybody here? With no big camera crews following us around, I am joined only by my fellow investigator, Nick Roth, and our equipment tech, Aaron Goodman. I really love how he says, with no big camera crews. Like, just really selling it that's just them. Like, they're just on their own. They're so courageous. This is not produced. Yep, it's definitely no longer in the credit sequence because there definitely is other members of the crew in the team <laughs> right. now. So it doesn't say that in the new credits. Obviously, they had to change it because Nick left, but it doesn't mention how small their crew is anymore because they've clearly got a team working with them. One thing I noticed about the episode that I watched, um, and... By the way, Dan, you told me to watch episode six, and for some reason, I watched the wrong one. <laughs> so I was looking out for like the creepiest part, and I was like, I don't know what I missed that was not creepy about it. So I ended up watching the Riddle House one. I don't know if you remember that one uh, at all. No, I remember that one, actually, which is probably why there's nothing scary then. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that great. I think the scariest thing was like a birdcage in the attic fell over. Uh, yeah, that wasn't the one that meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, man, Dan is really jumpy. <laughs> I feel like loud noises, Max. That's what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> but one thing I noticed was, for some reason, they're always all the cameras are pointing towards the same direction. I was like, why don't we all point to different directions so we can catch some of the stuff behind us that's making noise? Yeah. Whenever you're in a scary movie, something happens off to the side or behind you. Not exactly what you're looking at. Yeah, they learned nothing from the movies. I mean, no idiots. So <laughs> the, uh, the the first thing we hear there is a big oh god. I don't know what scared Zach, but it's an oh god, and it's a night vision shot of Zach's face again. I don't know if anyone else is on this show, but Zach. But hopefully, we'll get some shots of the other guys. Then it moves to okay. This is the camera crew that he mentioned is not actually here. There is no camera crew, but the camera crew is filming the three guys all in black walking into these it also looks like a ruins type area i thought those three guys were all them am i wrong it's it's like yeah. zach yeah okay got it got yeah it. but someone is recording the three of them true yeah there's yeah it's, it's definitely a not, a, shot. It's not a static camera though i think is it right right that makes sense yeah <laughs> uh but i don't think i think i guess that's that's shot for the credits because it's very uh papa roach again isn't it or part of the mud i think you said it was <laughs> yep yep <laughs> What's the big puddle of mud song? What was what was the one that did? Oh, blurry. Uh, yeah, blurry. Yeah, <laughs> blurry. Blurry. Could yeah. I'm sure someone somewhere has cut that music over the top of the those scenes in the desert. <laughs> Very fitting. <laughs> and then we get another shot of. There's a lot of like flashes of light, purposely shown in the camera lens's face, and we get another one of those. I have a theory 
Okay. I, I wonder if it's simply to save the amount of time they need to edit because it gives you that screen wipe, doesn't it? Because you can't see anything because you get that white. So you get Good the transition point. without putting a transition in because you just get it. The whole screen is white. So that's when you. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. They probably got really good at yeah. <laughs> purposely doing stuff like that so that they can edit it easier. I need to figure out a way to do that in an audio format for this podcast. <laughs> it would make it would make my life so much easier. I can just do like a burp or something and you can just cut it out. Right? <laughs> Gary, Gary I need you to burp every six minutes, please. <laughs> On cue. <laughs> okay. So then, it, yeah, it goes through some single shots and every single one of them uh, it's it starts with zach and then it's nick and then it's aaron and they're all carrying the flashlight and shining it at the camera yep and they're looking around they're looking around there's a couple shots of like broken glass and a window and he calls them fellow investigators he does which is key and then i think that's where we're at and it it's kind of like cutting we're in between a shot of the three of them standing in a graveyard Every every shot of the three of them together looks like they're shooting the the cover art for their their emo album. Yeah, the twenty three second mark is like Zach at the forefront, and they're standing in the back with some cross at some like cross tombstones. It's totally, a, it, you know what? It actually looks more like a Christian, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. like all the crosses. <laughs> who's like a who's a Christian rock band that was? Uh, uh, um, there was like jars of clay or oh uh, yeah, like Creed, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, Creed, Creed, Creed was Creed's a good one. Yeah, Creed was like kind of like that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, with the arms wide open yeah. and the Jesus, the Jesus right. on the cross stance. Right. Stott, or uh, Stott Stapp is your is your Zach Bagans here. So I think before right. before Scott Stapp started believing he was Jesus, I think that. Was right. <laughs> like, yeah. What is that? It's like it, it is a it's a cemetery, I assume, but it's it's kind of hard to really. Yeah, I guess it has to be just an old burial ground with a bunch of crosses. So I feel like in the early episodes there's a like ghost town that they visit and i feel like that looks like the location of like the cemetery the, the western cemetery kind of thing that made sense okay. so th- there's an old amusement park here that competes with disneyland called knott's berry farm and they have like a it's very western themed and they have like an old ghost town and it looks like they're standing in this ghost town from at knott's berry farm and i wouldn't be surprised if that's where they <laughs> shot this if that's where they were <laughs> <laughs> just on the theme park <laughs> i mean to be fair when you're on a budget in the early days you gotta you gotta make do with what you can get haven't you so true true all you gotta pay is the price of admission and you can you get your shots for your album cover and then you can go on a roller coaster it's great good day for everyone except for the heat in the black yeah. that might be a little much in southern california especially if they go on a water ride and it really bogs them down when their jinko jeans get uh get wet you don't want to get wet in some in a pair of Jinko jeans, that's no. for sure. They weigh like 50 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Walking around like Frankenstein to get through the rest of the amusement park. All right, let's move forward. The three of us will travel to some of the most highly active paranormal locations where we will spend an entire night being locked down from dusk until dawn. That was a good uh, explanation of the of the uh, plot of the show, the yeah. synopsis there. So. Yeah, what did what did he say there, Gary? Can I can I hear it in your best Zach? So, voice? so first of all, I want to I didn't want to just correct that he doesn't call Aaron an investigator. He calls him the equipment tech. So just a a little slight there. They're always punching down on Aaron. I feel bad for him. Right? But there's you'll be pleased to know that there's there's two other people that come into the fold later on that get put in that 
bracket that Aaron is currently in in this series, and Aaron gets oh, so he moves up the chain. Up. Good. Yeah, there is a pecking order. There's always a pecking okay. order, but Aaron does move up slightly, so it's all good. See, <laughs> I might start watching just to watch Aaron's story <laughs> come to light. I want to see him grow. <laughs> you actually see him shrink. He loses a lot of weight. Massively. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh really? Mm. From ghost scares? Or uh, just... <laughs> well, you see, like I think it's probably like there's there's more to it than that but actually there is a whole like a demon followed me home and destroyed my personal life story that goes with it um and it has it has nothing to do with the cocaine zach brings us <laughs> <laughs> that's all natural man he's all natural okay. <laughs> so okay so after uh the, the album cover shot he says the three of us will travel to some of the most highly active paranormal locations where we will, I think he says we'll spend the night. I, I, he sets up the premise that it's the old haunted house from Scooby Doo premise, <laughs> where they're gonna, they're gonna spend the night there to to prove uh, that there's some ghosts and shit. So, yeah, from dusk until dawn. That's right. <laughs> yeah, just in case you didn't know what night was. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> just repeat it. <laughs> What I like about this is that he, he goes, we're going to spend, we're going to visit all these random, you know, all the most paranormal places in the in the world. And then it's different angles of the same place over the next <laughs> five seconds. <days. laughs> They've recorded at one place so far, yeah. so that's all they get. And I, I really love the close-up of the of the, the the fence with the chains and the lock. Like, we, this is hardcore. This is like a prison. Like, we are in here for the whole night. Can't get out. So yeah, and you can't you can't get too many shots of like scary things without another shot of Zach's face. It's very right. important that you get <laughs> you get a Zach close up, like every every like one and a half shot of something else. It's got to be Zach. And at the at the twenty nine second mark, is that a Virgin Mary statue? I assume, or do we know like where it's like a big stone statue? I'm assuming it's in front of some church or something. Looks like it. She's got stuff like dripping from her hands. And then right after that is a big shot of right. <laughs> of course, of course, Zach, Zach having a light shined on his face. Yep, just when I'm just when I'm getting into some of the imagery, and then I see Zach bag, Bacon's face close up right right after. <laughs> and then it cuts to like we said, like there's a there's a chain. They it's a picture of them on the other side of the fence, and they're kind of it's like a very close up of this lock and chain, and they're walking into this place. So we're being shown they're being locked in there for the night. That's it. There's no getting out of there from dusk till dawn. <laughs> <laughs> the the lockdown aspect of the early series is actually quite a big part, and that they they go they they make a big deal of actually being locked in these places and not being able to get out. But it gets to a point later on where they they're going to places that you can't be locked in. So they're outside <laughs> and then there's still there's a there's a sort of transition period where they're still trying to work in the locked in bit and you see like a caretaker like locking the outer fence that they could climb over, but it's the <laughs> point that they're locked in and then they just do away with the lockdown aspect later on because it's obviously becoming harder and harder to show that they're being locked into places. Yeah. And they also they also probably wanted to have the uh the escape clause with all the demons in the later <laughs> seasons. They they don't want to be locked in there. <laughs> Everything's a demon. Um so for the the from dusk till dawn shot is I assume it's like a penitentiary of some sort. It looks That's like what a it jail. Looks like. It looks like a big or old... a mental hospital. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's a penitentiary. Uh or is it or is it Waverly Hills Asylum, is it? I don't know. Oh, it could be. It's yeah, one of the it big, could be. It's one, one of the known sort of spooky locations that they do in the earlier series because they go back to it like three or four times. It looks huge. Yeah. It looks huge. Yeah. All right. So we know they're going to be locked down. We know that they're spending the whole night chained in there. What's next? Being locked down from dusk until dawn. If this is the portal of hell, 
I gotta stop it there. Absolutely hysterical. So he's calling out if this is the portal of hell. Yep. What did he say after that? What? Why don't you come up? And- if this is the portal of hell, why don't you come on up out of that ground and get us? <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was actually almost a Zach voice there as well. I was quite impressed. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I pride myself on my impressions, so I really thank you for that. I wanna I wanna put it out there for any um, Hollywood movie producers who are gonna do the Zach uh, Bagan story that I want to write all of his dialogue, please. Yes, you write it, and I want to get the voiceovers. That's it. <laughs> I think they're sorted, to be honest, because you can definitely channel Zach Max, and uh, you did yeah. something like Zach Gary. So it's you there. You sorted. I think we'll get you a little earpiece, Gary. I'll tell you what to say, and you're perfect. Just, we're good to go. Perfect. <laughs> get you a big old pair of jeans. <laughs> Oversized jeans. Oh, I already have some. Don't worry, I have plenty of those in my in my uh, from my college days. Um, so when when he says that corny line, if this is the portal of hell, why don't you come up and get us? They're they're going into this like graffiti door, and it says Sugar Shack on the top. Of it. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it's not very. The, one, the door says Enter. Right, right. It just looks like an old like kind of like a car- carnival haunted house entrance or something. <laughs> Yeah, on top it says Sugar Shack. Why is Sugar Shack? <laughs> I feel like they've they've chosen it because it's like red, and they're like, oh, it might you know it might look like blood in this in this sort of scheme of things. But it's very clearly just graffiti, isn't it? Or like right, fake yeah, paint. Right. So I did just find on a quick search that there was something called the Sugar Shack, uh, the Moundsville State Penitentiary, and that it's on Travel Channel. Oh yeah, this must be it. Okay, must have been that must have been it. Portal to Hell. Okay, actually, that's different. But anyways, Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures, Moundsville State Penitentiary. So maybe that's where they Do were. We think Sugar Shack has to do with Zach's cocaine addiction. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Look, Zach, don't sue me. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I I don't. I just assume everyone who lives in Las Vegas, Nevada has a cocaine addiction. <laughs> right. I can't wait till Zach sues you and I have to write about it on my uh, job for my, for my celebrity gossip. So I think I know where the portal to hell thing comes from. I think that's from an episode where they go to Bobby Mackey's. Which, oh, that's okay. the music place, yeah, right? which apparently uh-huh. does have a portal to hell in the basement. Because, I mean, oh. what, what, what good music club doesn't have a portal to right. hell in the basement? Uh-huh. <laughs> and cocaine. And cocaine, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Bobby Mackey's is like notorious for all this sort of paranormal activity and stuff. And they go there about 18 million times, I think, over the course of Ghost Adventures existence because it's it's well known for demons. And and we know how Zach feels about demons. Yeah, I, I, I listened to yours and Emma's uh, episode about Bob Mackey and Bobby Mackey, is yeah. that what it's called? Um, and I think you, there was a lot of conversation about Zach in that episode, I think. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to promo the didn't want to promo the episode myself, but thanks for doing that, Max. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, so after that, we see after that enter door and into the sugar shack. There's a couple like really quick clips. It's all just like spooky old decrepit black and white things, like a gate. Yeah, and like then, a tunnel, and then like a basement or something. And I think where we entered it was, it looks like Zach and Nick. Uh, Aaron's standing behind Zach and Nick recording the two of them from behind and they're recording something in the dark. I'm presumably shouting into the portal to hell. Oh, that's right. This is where <laughs> yeah. he's this is where he's calling out to it. Why don't you come up out of that ground and get us? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> let's see which on. let's see which one of us can bench press more, demon. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love that he's like antagonizing, challenging them to a fight. Like, come on, let's do this. And then as soon as it comes up, he just leaves Aaron with it. That's that. <laughs> right. That's what happens. <laughs> he makes the challenge and then he just leaves it to Aaron to deal with. Poor great. Aaron. <laughs> okay, so we left off with the with the night vision camera at the 38 second mark, right? Well, why don't you come up out of that ground and get us raw? Did someone just scratch me? Extreme. So we hear raw, extreme interlaced with these um did someone just scratch me yep and he it, it it shows Zach pulling up his shirt to reveal his back and i don't see any scratches but you know that's what the episode's for you know just a tease, <laughs> so. he's like can you get a shot of my abs i think i got yeah. scratched <laughs> actually it's, it's funny you should say that because he gets scratched on his biceps quite a lot <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so he says something just scratched me and stop running which I took for early, our quote game earlier. And I assume he's yelling at Nick and Aaron there yeah. or the ghost. And to be fair, it's the most unfair thing for him to say because actually they walk into the toilet and something really spooky happens and it would make me run as well. And then he literally says, stop running, stop running. We're not running away. No, I am running away, Zach. I am running as fast as I can go. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything because later we've got some clips to play, but there is a point where Zach runs from something. And I'm not going to say what he runs from, but he has no right to be telling people to not run. I, I think I know. I think I know. Yeah. I I do like also for this macho dude, his voice cracks pretty hard when he says, he says, uh, did someone just scratch me? And his voice, <laughs> his voice cracks there at the end a little bit. So it's pretty funny. So there's also a close up of like um, some, it looks like it has nothing to do with any of the episodes, but just to be creepy in the credits, it's a skull and like a femur. Yep. In, a in leg like, bone of some sort. Yeah. In like a in like a, an old coffin or something, it looks like. Again, this could have been shot at Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, <laughs> we don't know if this was still theme park day for them or not. And then with the stop running, they're just kind of like, there's a lot of like shaky cam Blair Witch Projects type night vision stuff going totally, on. Totally, totally. That you yep. can't really make out. Yeah, just stop running. Stop, stop running. And yeah, just dropping the camera pretty much as they're running. And before we get to one of my favorite shots of these <laughs> opening credits as they're going to close this out, let's let's go back a little bit. Stop running. These are our ghost adventures. Just awesome way to end it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Just to describe, the, the final shot is them walking in the middle of a white sand desert, it looks like. And they're all in their black clothes. You get a good shot of, uh, you know, of Zach walking toward the camera, the other two guys. But it, it doesn't even let them walk the whole way. It does a weird edit where it cuts it so they're closer to the camera at the end. It's just kind of bizarre. But I like to feel that's because Zach tripped <laughs> and fell over. Shut that out. Yeah. <laughs> you don't show pictures. You don't show video of me tripping ever. <laughs> My female fans will get so upset. <laughs> And then the last thing he says is, these are our ghost adventures. And there's kind of a creepy sound there at the end. Yeah, with ghost adventures popping up on a black screen. And then it kind of like, it kind of like jumps. It's it's on the center of the screen. And then it, like, there's like a, like a, a weird, like, I guess it's like a noise from like the machine. They use one of the weird machines they use to measure ghost sounds. Oh, like like what e- I call it. What are those called? EMF or something like that? Or Yeah. 
EVP recorders, EVP. EVP, EVP that's yeah. right. There that's it right. is. Yeah. Yep. The thing that the thing that Egon holds yep. whenever he's walking <laughs> through and it has like the <laughs> the little antlers on the side. But it jumps up to the top and we see Ghost Adventures on the top, and then that's the end of the opening credits to Ghost Adventures. We made Beautiful. it through. Beautiful. <laughs> this is where we like to pick our absolute kind of favorite moments of the opening credits, our least favorite moments. I'm going to toss it to Gary first okay. to start us off. Gary, what did you like the most? Uh, my favorite part easily is when he does, when he yells into the portal of hell and the, just the, <laughs> just the, 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 the dialogue, the audio there, what he chooses to say is so damn funny to me. Like I, I it just cracks me up every time I see it, it or every time I listen to it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to listen to it one more time in my head here just so I can get it down again. Hang on one second. If this is the portal of hell, why don't you come up out of that ground and get us? That the get us really cracks me up. So that's my favorite part. Now do it as Louis Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll save that for later. Uh, okay. <laughs> so that's my favorite. What's yours? Yeah, I, I'm all for the new metal uh, band shots in the <laughs> desert. My particular favorite <laughs> is the one in the graveyard, which I'm pretty sure is a corn album cover. <laughs> You're right. Um, <laughs> I just I, I feel like it's very sort of misguided because I I feel like. Zach was not was a not a popular child at high in high school, and I feel like this is him attempting to be cool, but he's yep. kind of about four years too late for the new metal craze, and he hasn't right. quite grown out of it. And this is the, the the stretches of his budget, and he was like, you know what, I really like corn. They did some cool shots. Let's make it look like a corn video. Thinking he's <laughs> he's, he's finally going to be cool, and he doesn't quite crack it. I'm surprised in that in that bio it didn't say that Zach is cooler than Corn, <laughs> the band. <laughs> okay, so I'd say my my favorite thing about these opening credits are it's not too far off of Dan are Zach's pants easily <laughs> every shot with him like from far away and his pants walking through it makes me laugh. And so I'm going to kick this back around now going into our least favorite moments. And I'm also going to say it's Zach's pants because <laughs> they anger me. <laughs> yeah, they're a, they're a blessing and a curse for sure. Uh, no doubt about that. Um, I'll say that my least favorite part is the close-up of his back. Um, when he says that something just scratched me and there's just a big shot of his back that you can't even really make out. Just a close second is the close-up of the uh, of the padlocked fence that <laughs> seems very unnecessary. Like, we get it. We get it. You're locking yourself in. I got it. But uh, that's it. Those are my two least favorites. Dan, what, what, what strikes you the uh, – or what do you hate the most? I think my least favorite moment is being constantly blinded by torchlight, which I feel is completely <laughs> unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but I think in a close second is the excla- exclama- uh, explanation of what nighttime is. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> the entire night from dusk till dawn. <laughs> Thanks for that. I was a bit confused. <laughs> from roughly 5.45 p.m. to 5.45 a.m. I'm hoping somewhere there's an uh, there's an episode where he's gone to Finland in the summertime and uh, it's like 10 seconds long because there is no nighttime and he suddenly <laughs> All right, Max, what's next? Gary, you know what's next. It's my favorite segment of our podcast. Do you want do you have a question that you'd like to ask us? I do, and I wonder, did you prepare Dan for this for this? Because uh I did. I well I okay. sent it in our notes. Okay. okay. Um I assume I assume he's ready for it. If he's not, uh it'll <laughs> it'll be fun. Okay. Well, regardless. I, okay. I want to ask, Dan, would these credits be oh, yeah. better with a lion? <laughs> Gary, 
Gary. No? You Gary see Dan, Gary always makes the roar noise, but I put in a roar in posts and just, I, it's just, just like, in case. Just in case. Just, just in case I ever need to use uh, a like a, a horny lion. <laughs> Gary's there to do his his horny lion for us. <laughs> Is this your equivalent of the uh, flashlight transition? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Gary's female fans love a horny lion. <laughs> Gary, would these credits be better with a line? Uh, absolutely, and I think you know, you know where I'm going to put that line in the portal of hell. The line <laughs> is going to be right down there, and he's going to jump up when he says, "Come on up out of that ground and get us." There's going to be a lion's paw that's going to come up and jump out, and just and then it'll cut away. So it gives you a little tease of the lion coming to get him. And then would you close it with like the old? Uh, is it Warner Brothers? Is it Warner Brothers or Universal? It's MGM. With the lion? MGM. MGM, is the lion. Yeah. MGM. Yeah. Yeah. So he close it with that, but he's got like yeah. Zach's carcass. <laughs> he's in his just mouth. he has just eaten uh, the guy who left in season ten. Nick, he's gone. He, that's that's why he left. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, my answer is yes, Max. Better with a lion for sure. I, I'm with you. I would say yes. These credits would definitely be better with a lion. I want a lion in the crew, and of course, I want that lion wearing a pair of Zach's pants. <laughs> <laughs> Would, would the lion have two pairs of pants for front paws and back or, or front legs and back legs? That's a good question. I think he should have double. Yeah, okay, I think he should have sure. a front, front and back pair right. of Jenko jeans. Perfect. Or how about like a Slipknot-esque jumpsuit? Oh, there we go. That would work be, too. That'd be badass. Then you could have the four legs in the, yeah, in the thing. Yeah, I kind of like that. <laughs> That would be pretty badass, yeah, for sure. We will have named every single new metal band by the time <laughs> this episode is over. <laughs> you should uh, tell your listeners to make like a little bingo board, right. board so, like a drink long bingo board of all new metal bands they can think of, and then have a have a sip every time they hear one. Yeah, go ahead, Dan. Would would these better be better with the lion? What do you think? Hundred percent. I'd have the lion chasing them at the end <laughs> as they walk along the desert. So instead of it's this slow walking, it's the three of them running away from the lion at full pelt. I feel like the hair gel would not survive the exertion across the desert at, at full speed. So we'd feel we'd see Zach Bagan's <laughs> true curtains hanging down across his face. Maybe that's why the cut is there. Maybe a lion attacked them. That, Zach's <laughs> yeah. final words are, no, stop running as they get mauled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to say, I feel like the lion gives an explanation for nearly all of the lines that Zach delivers in that. If you just added the idea that there is an off-screen lion all the way through those credits, we get an explanation for everything. It's the missing context he's been needing on all these all these episodes. There's a lion after him. <laughs> okay, so before we get to scoring these credits, uh, I have just a few clips I want to play for you fellas. The first one, is, Gary, this one you have that's the hilarious understand. Do you want me to play that? Yeah, they updated their their intro maybe a few seasons ago. It's a, it's a lot more high def. It's a lot more. It, it it's it starts out with like some people believe in ghosts, others do not. And or some don't, and it's all kind of like a opening to a movie, a horror movie. And then there's this line. If you want to just play the understand line, that cracks me up when I heard it. There are things in this world that we will never fully understand. Understand. <laughs> His little ghost yeah, backup like, singer. Understand. Like, why did that even need to be there? It's just so weird. I feel like it's got cult status in our household now because every time we watch it, me and Emma do the second understand out loud. <laughs> so it's like a thing that we just do when we're watching oh, Ghost Adventures. That makes me really happy. That's that hilarious. I just found that out and I was like, what? That was so bizarre. And I would definitely do the same thing if I watched that show. I'm going to say that all the time. It's much less about the investigation. It's much more about making it look like a horror movie because you've got all kinds of things going on in the new credits. Right. So I'm glad you chose these ones rather than 
the new yeah, one. Yeah, they're almost too much. It's like you get, yeah. it's just a bunch of chaotic, gross imagery and like bl- a bloody lips and stuff at one point. It doesn't even really make any sense. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to understand. Understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was looking for. <laughs> okay, Gary, uh, I love this. Uh, you've listed this as Ghost Adventures fart clip. Right, right. Okay. I, I I don't know, Dan. Does this does this ring a bell for you? The Ghost Adventures fart clip, possibly. Okay. <laughs> the fact that there could be quite a few options in Dan's head right now makes me want to watch the show even more. Uh huh. <laughs> Instead of it saying "unknown prospector," we could put your name on there. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, bro! No. Oh my God. It just detected your fart, bro. So ridiculous. <laughs> okay, I just so everyone listening knows, as always, we post these clips on creditscorepodcast.com and in our Apple Podcast notes and all that stuff, because they are these are fun clips to watch, especially this one, because it ends with a shot of Aaron is just disgusted in night vision it's so funny <laughs> yeah and it, the fart sounded re- borderline messy yeah. if you yeah, it, it didn't it, was, yeah. it wasn't a clean fart yeah he's he just got off the log ride i think in his jenko yeah <laughs> and i do like that on the clip too when it hat when the fart happens they 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 flash um uh, some text on the screen it says explainable flash <laughs> right <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I do vaguely remember that episode, actually. There's lots of, like, bits where it's just, like, them... I feel like they're, like, B-grade bros. Right. So, they're not, like, they think they're bros, but they're not really bros, and the stuff that they kind of bro out about is, like, actually quite petty, but it's, <laughs> it's endearing at the same time, so I like I'm glad it. they have fun like that, just because sometimes they're so serious about it, and it's so laughable how serious they are, so, like, for them to be joking around about farts is great. Yeah, and to make sure they that you know they're bros, they say bro about ten times in five <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this next clip was the one I kind of teased earlier with Zach getting scared of something. It's from an episode of The Soup that Gary remembers. That's exactly how it's listed here. Ghost Adventures. Where have you been? Ghost Adventures visited a hospital in Texas that was rumored to have both good and evil spirits. But first, the crew needs to get past the terrifying undead souls that guard the place. Are you sure this is the right place? I hope so. I don't see anybody, man. I don't know. See behind you. What the? What the? It's a donkey. Okay, so as everyone listening heard, again, again, this is a clip you want to watch uh, in our in our notes. But Zach is just kind of I don't know where. Do you know? Remember where they were in that episode, man? No, I don't. They said it was a Texas uh, hospital. I think that's what they yeah, said. I don't know which one it <laughs> <Yeah>. was. <laughs> so he's they're like kind of like walking around the grounds outside, and all of a sudden they go, "What is that?" And it's a donkey running towards Zach. Zach takes off like. Bloody it, like, it like comes around the corner so hilariously too. It rounds the corner and just starts charging at him from behind. It's really funny. So I got two more for you. That's I just have to play these two because there's two Ghost Adventurers opening title sequence parodies that I found. The first one I'm going to play for you is a dog parody. My name is 
is Zach Barkins. I've never believed in gatos until I came face to face with one. So I set out on a quest to capture what I once saw onto video. Is there anybody in here? Oh God. With no big camera crews following us around, I am joined only by my fellow investigator, Nick Giraffe, and our equipment tech, Aaron Goodwin. <laughs> so <laughs> the clip obviously is of a dog. Uh, I love that. And it's got a couple of uh, stuffed animals as its co-hosts. And they are in tracking down gatos. And this last one I have for you guys, it is called Loaf Adventures. My name is Zach Bagel, lead investigator of the Loaf Adventures crew. I never believed in loaves until I came face to face with one. So I set out on a quest to capture what I once saw onto video. Is anybody there? With no big camera crews following us around, I am joined only by my fellow investigator, Nick Woff, L, and our equipment tech, Aaron Goodman. <laughs> so that's, that's that. It's really, right. these are really well done parodies. Kudos, yeah, kudos for the puns on the names there. Yeah, the puns are amazing. Yeah, the in, in, investor bakers. It's just great. And they, they both of them picked up on the shining the flashlights directly down the camera as yep. well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this podcast is called Credit Score. We have to score these credits. Uh, Dan, normally throughout the year, we score in key grips. We use key grips as a scoring system because we don't know what key grips are, but we see them in credits a lot. We don't care what they are, but because this is credit scare, we do it in bloody drips. Blood drips. Blood, yeah. blood drips. I guess I'll I'll kick this one off. I am going to give these uh, 6.5 blood drips. Okay. Six entirely for the pants. <laughs> and a point a point five for everything that Zach yells throughout this thing because it cracks me up. Yes. The the yelling is 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 very very funny and awesome um i'm i'm in the same realm as you max uh i'm gonna go 6.66 if you know what i mean for my for my blood oh i see what you did there yeah yeah, because you know they're the they're not there's no really good music They, they throw in some spooky sounds and stuff and just the the voiceover is so corny. <laughs> He's trying to be spooky, but he talks about big camera crews and come up out of that ground. Uh, so, and, and, you know, as Dan pointed out, there's many uh, uh, edits that are little, leave a lot to be desired. So 6.66 blood drips for me. I'm going with a solid six. Oh, okay. I, I, I had it at 6.5 overall, but I actually took half off. I took a 0.5 off for the number of times that we see Zach's face unnecessarily. <laughs> um, I feel like it's it's not Zach Bagan's Ghost Adventures. So the amount of time that we see Zach Bagan's is is knocking the score down for me. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These stores will probably disappoint that fan on the uh, on the fandom wiki or whatever. So, so collectively, we're saying more Zach pants, less Zach face. Yes. I think. <laughs> and that's interesting. You gave a solid six, uh, Dan, because that gives a final uh, cumulative credit score, blood drip score of 6.386 repeating. So it oh, that's terrifying. Six, 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 six. <laughs> that's, the, that's the final credit score score for the opening of uh, Ghost Adventures. There you go. That's that. We made it through. Everyone listening, please go listen to Dan's podcast, Real Life Ghost Stories. Dan and Emma. Yeah. It is such an enjoyable podcast. And also, Dan, you have a new podcast. 
Yeah, I do. It's called uh, Let Me Introduce Myself, where I, I talk to people about the things that they do with their life. Um, so I'm, I'm quite excited about it. It was just for me, really, but I've, I've, um, my latest episode is with an NWSL soccer player. So cool. Very cool. Um, anything else you'd like to plug other than those two? Any, any, where can people follow you if they need to? If you want to find me, I'm only on one social media and that is Instagram. And I am 50p movie club with the 50 being five zero. Nice. Man, one social media sounds nice. I <laughs> run about 15 and it's miserable. I hate my life. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming and joining us to do this. Thank yeah, you so much had for a having me. Excellent pick. Gary, if people, for whatever reason, want to follow you, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at Dudak Attack, D-U-D-A-K. Uh, and then on Instagram, I'm GC Dudak. Just mostly pics of my sweet girl who is not haunted or talking to any spirits on Instagram. So just <laughs> she's there. definitely, his daughter is definitely possessed. No, so I want everyone not, to know. So if you'd all. like to follow Gary for the full possession story, start now. <laughs> um, it's only going to get worse from here. And uh, hey, I recently changed my social media handles. So please disregard everything you heard in the past 60 episodes and you can follow me on twitter and instagram at oh hello it's max and the podcast you can follow us credit score podcast on instagram and credit score on twitter and you yeah, leave us reviews and dan thanks again for helping us go international this has been quite a treat really appreciate it no worries anytime i really enjoyed it that was fun <laughs>